This is the one and only T-Quest, and you are tuned into the T-Quest show. <laughs> one of my type of shows, Tara the Acronym, T-A-R-A, T-Quest at Random A. Today's show is going to be a little different. Of course, you know I like to talk about things that are serious. Sometimes I like to talk about things that are silly. Sometimes I try to switch it up and, um, well, not really do that much, but be a little inappropriate, but life is all about balance. And with me being a Libra, I always try to live up to my sign and balancing out everything. You know what I'm saying? So today, um, I just want to touch on a few things that I've been writing about recently in my blogs. Shout out to Straight Official Magazine and Apex Culture Magazine that I work for because what I write is what comes from my heart and from my mind and from my spirit, whether it's something that's actually happening in this moment or happened recently that's really just sitting there and it's time for me to release it. I always tell people you should have your own type of therapy. You should always have that outlet. You know what I'm saying? That's what, what connects a lot of us people that's into the music industry. We connect through... Um, the music as writers, as singers, dancers, artists, DJs, music and stuff is our therapy. It's how we release some tension, some stress, you know, and me being an artist and a writer, that's definitely my go-to. So today, um, it's a few things I just want to discuss with you guys. And I love that I can be real with my listeners and you guys receive what I say properly. And that's what I love the most about it. Okay. So in life, (laughs) you know, it's always a lot of things that are going on every day, nonstop. You know what I'm saying? On, on one side, people are having a time of their lives. Then they're on the other side. There's some people that's stressing over a few things, not knowing where they're going to get their next meal. Not knowing if they have enough money for gas. Not knowing if a tragedy is going to happen and to the point you're living on edge right now. It's the end of the month, you know what I'm saying? And people are looking at the stuff that they accomplished and what's going to be happening for the next month. And then you have others that are nervous about the end of the month because, I mean, the beginning of the month is right around the corner, which means... It's time for the bills to start all over again because in the society that we live in, it never stops no matter what. You know what I'm saying? You don't have a breather in society. You know what I'm saying? Like some people are like, yay, it's the end of the week. I get to chill out and relax. Do you really get a chance to chill out and relax or do you have a lot of things you have to get done that you didn't get a chance to do during the week? You know, you're thinking that after you work your nine to five and you get off at five o'clock, now it's time to turn up. No, it's time to figure out everything you didn't have a chance to do while you was working that nine to five, which is crazy because then there's other places you may need to go to, but their hours are the same as yours nine to five, which means you always miss them and you try to get someone else to do it for you. But sometimes people don't always have that go to. 
So what do we do on the weekends? Oh, I got to catch up on some bills. Oh, I got grocery shopping to do. I have to go to the dryer cleaners. I have laundry. I have this, this, that, and the third. And then by the time you are done, you are worn out. And guess what? Now it is Sunday night. What do we have to do? Go back to that Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. What just happened? Just like I said, at the end of the month, yay, it's the end of the month. Guess what? The next month is coming, which means a whole new set of bills are here. And you got to make sure you have the money to pay all those bills, which means there's another sign of stress and anxiety. Because a lot of people I know, they all live in paycheck to paycheck. There is no breather. You know, they always have that, that tension. Even when you do get paid every other Thursday and Friday or even every week. In that moment, it's it's a breather. You're like, yes. I have the money to do what I got to do, but at the same time, it's never going to be enough, you know, unless you're just one of those people that are blessed and living the life and... people. It's not realistic to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Even as people who actually make good money, and I tell people, stop trying to count somebody else's pocket, I mean, pocket, and check because you really don't know that because you can make less than someone and actually have more money than them because of their life and their responsibilities. You know what I'm saying? Someone can make 3000 in a month. Somebody can make 10000 in a month. But if their bills is way higher than yours and they have more responsibilities, you may actually be the one that's winning in the end that you actually have some money to put away for that rainy day or season. But then you have some people who put the money away for a rainy day. But the sad part is a rainy day is almost every day. You talk to a lot of people in finances and stuff, and they be like, you know, you always got to be smart about your money. You should always budget. But how can I budget if I don't even have the money to budget? You know what I'm saying? I said, everybody's really not out here spending money recklessly. Sometimes they really just don't have it. Let's be realistic with society. Let's be realistic what's going on in the real world. You know, we all have to put on a a face and a facade for society, not trying to be fake and phony, but at the same time, it's not for us to tell me you are business because what you going to do, you're going to use it as your entertainment. How does that help me with what I'm trying to do? You know what I'm saying? So we always got to live on edge. Sometimes we're a little tense. Sometimes you see someone, why are they so angry? Why are they always so mad? You don't know what's going on in their head. You don't know what's going on in their mind. You don't know what's going on in their society. You know what I'm saying? They're like, oh, yeah, you got, I know you are, you make it big bang. You always stay booked. You always got a gig. Yeah, I may have gigs every day, but I got mouths to feed every day too. But people don't think like that. They always in somebody's pocket. They always in somebody's bag. Won't you focus on your own? You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, people out here spending crazy and they don't know how to time manage and time budget. Well, you know, sometimes when I'm paying bills 24 7, The moment I get free, I may want to buy myself a drink or go to an expensive restaurant. Why? Because I work hard. I shouldn't be punished because I want to treat myself when I just gave the man all my time and all my energy. You know what I'm saying? I tell people you have to be realistic what is going on in life and what is going on in society. You know what I'm saying? And just because someone's out here looking like they got it together does not mean they have it together. 
Because guess what? You ever think about your own trials and tribulations and stuff you're going through? Everyone is going through it, but they're all experiencing it differently. You know, every day something is happening. Every day someone's losing, not even every day, every few hours someone's losing their life, losing their job, having anxiety attack, panic attack. This stuff happens all the time. So when you see someone and they angry and something, don't just say, talk negative about them. If you see someone, they happy go lucky and it makes you uncomfortable because you don't want to smile. That's okay. Allow them that smile because it may be the only smile they have for the day because you don't know what's going on in their life. My thing is, if I see someone happy, I am happy for you. Because sometimes people don't even get a chance to smile. They're too busy, lost in their world and lost in their mind trying to figure other things out. You know what I'm saying? And today, I just wanted to talk about, I really don't like to talk about too many things that's on the sad side, but you know me, I have to talk about what people are going through, what people are ex experiencing, and things that they're afraid to express, that they don't have the outlet to express, so that means I have to be the voice of the people, and I'm okay doing that, because as long as I can help somebody, I'm doing my job, you know? Like I said before, every day, someone's always losing someone. And it's to the point, you be like, I'm so sorry to hear that. I'm so sorry to hear that. And as you get older, I'm noticing a pattern that it's more and more people. That's a lot for one person to bear. That's a lot for one person's heart to bear. But it happens and it's in life. And it's something that we really can't prepare for because you never know when it's going to happen. Yes, they say as you get older, you know, you're so used to your elders passing away but nowadays in society it's so bad that you really never know who it's going to be you know tragedies happens all the time life is like Russian roulette you never know where that ball is going to end you don't know what number it's going to land on you don't know if it's going to be black you don't know if it's going to be red you don't know if it's going to be somebody else you don't know if it's going to be you you don't know if it's going to be one of your loved ones and that's the scary part about it you know, just like me, I'm everybody's go-to. And in the last couple of weeks, I've been hearing so many people that are sick, that are stressed and have anxiety and depression. And in my ears, it's just taking in all this stuff from all these people. And I'm trying to stay strong for all of them because they just need somebody to listen. They just need um, somewhere for they can release Somewhere where they can vent, and I'm here, and I'm listening. You know what I'm saying? Even when it comes to so many deaths, and I'm just like, I'm so sorry to hear that. I genuinely am sorry to hear that. I'm sorry that you lost someone. You know, but at the same time, I tell them, they, they always tell you that you got to be strong for the next person. You know, but who's going to be strong for me? We're all human, you know? Like, I remember this one girl, um, her grandmother passed, and they told her, I'm so sorry for your loss, you know, but you got to be strong. You got to be there for your mother because her mother just passed. Yeah, but guess what? My grandmother just passed. And you're telling me I got to be strong for my mom, but who's going to be strong for me? We have to be realistic, but the average person is always speaking because they think it sounds good, and that's what people want to hear. People don't want to hear the same old cliches all the time. They want to hear something real, something from the heart, you know, it's to the point that if I'm really going through something, I'm not pointing it out there. Why? So I can have a thousand cliche responses from everybody. No, 
that don't help nothing. You know what I'm saying? I'm so sorry for your loss. You know, I pray your strength, strength for you and your family. Okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. It's just like with holidays. You don't hear from people all year round, but all of a sudden they got enough energy to send you a holiday text. It's a waste of time. I'd rather you continue to be a ghost. It doesn't mean anything. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean anything to me. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. Okay. What? I guess I'll see you in another 365 days. That's where we're going at. That's where we're at with this. We have to stop. I'd rather you not say anything than to say something that has no meaning. You know, and then sometimes when people tell me stuff, you know, I try to be as warm and loving as I can. But when someone like me hear this stuff constantly on the daily, multiple times a day, sometimes it gets very draining. But I can't express that self. Why? Because when people come to me, it's not about me. It's about them. So I stay strong for all of them. You know what I'm saying? And making sure they're good all the time. Because I remember when it was times and I wish somebody was there for me and they were any of this. You know, I can't hurt when other people are hurting. I can't grieve with you. But I'm letting you know at the end of the day, it's okay to cry. It's okay to scream. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to vent. Why? Because you are human. It is okay. It's not a sign of weakness. It's just showing that you're real. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And then people, I try to reach out to people in the moment that they tell me they have like a loss or something. And I'm like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm be good. I'm like, no, for real, are you okay? Are you strong enough to really go to work, but you feel like you have to suck it up because you got bills to pay. So you don't even have a chance to be human. You don't have a chance to hurt. You don't have a chance to grieve, especially when you're not in a real um, career where they're like, you know what, I'll give you a few days off to grieve, you know, even with pay, because I know how it is. No, you're at this job where you work in half to death, and you barely make an ends meet, but at the same time, you don't even have a moment to go away to grieve your loss, because in their mind, if you're not going to be here, we'll find somebody else who wills. What just happened to society? This is sad. But I'm like, look, at the end of the day, you can't change what happened. But you can agree, but you got to remember, try to look at it from a more positive perspective. You're still here. You still have a chance to make things right. You have a chance to go on with life. You can have your moment, but don't stop living because someone didn't get a chance to live past today. You know, they'd be like, that's the realest stuff I ever had. I said, because I'm not going to say nothing cliche to you. I'm going to tell you something that's real. You know what I'm saying? But then at the same time, when you reaching out to people, oh man, they want you to reach out the day you tell them or the day they tell you the next day to check up on them a couple of days later, we have to stop this. You know what I'm saying? It's a nice thing for people to reach out, but don't fault them if they don't reach out every day to check up on you, especially when you're not the immediate family, especially you are not their boyfriend or girlfriend or wife or husband. If you're just friends and associates, don't be relying on people to check on you every day. It's not realistic. You know, I had somebody like, hey, oh, I heard someone. I'm so sorry about that. Oh, thank you so much. 
Next day, I'm just checking up on you. You know, you know, I'm still going through. I'm like, okay, if you don't hear back from me, that does not mean I don't care. I just don't have the time to be reaching out to everybody. It's not realistic. You know what I'm saying? But then some people would rather pick a fight with someone for not reaching out to them every day instead of really just getting through what they're going through. Why are we so, so excited, deep down inside, secretly excited to get in the argument? As if we enjoy being mad at someone. As if we enjoy to make somebody feel bad. Nobody owes you nothing. You have to be so secure within yourself that you know how to pick yourself up when you're going through some things. When you got to know to get to yourself in a, a, a corner or whatever to grieve, to cry, to scream, to vent, even if it's to yourself. Nobody owes you nothing. If someone does something for you, it's just a bonus. If they don't do it, it's not a letdown or a failure. It just didn't happen. You have to be your first love. You have to be your motivation. You have to be your inspiration. You have to be your own cheerleader. Hug yourself, love yourself, and anything someone else do, if they do it, will only be a bit bonus, but don't rely on it. You know what I'm saying? And then don't be upset if they're not as heartfelt as you wish they were. You know, because to be honest, if if something don't hit close to home, they're never going to feel what you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dang, so-and-so passed away. Like, I know it's crazy, right? And then you go on with your life like, oh, dang, you don't even feel no type of way? Why would I feel some type of way? I don't know them. You know, I remember before when um um Whitney Houston passed away and my aunt was like, hey, um, Whitney Houston passed away. I was like, I know that's sad. You know what I'm saying? But then I was like, so, blah, 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 blah. She said, why are you sounding like that? I'm like, sounding like what? Whitney Houston just passed it, okay, and? People pass away every day. Yeah, but for you to be in the music industry, like she was an icon. Yes, she was an icon, but let's keep it a buck. She's a stranger to me. I don't know that lady. She don't know me. Yes, I enjoyed her songs when I heard them, but it's not like I was... Whitney Houston's number one fan, like, well, you know, once you want people to grieve you, if something happened to you, once you get to that level, I'm like, if they want to, they can, but you can't force these emotions out to me because you feel that I should praise other celebrities because I would want to be praised when I'm in their shoes. Are you serious? Do you even hear yourself? Yes, celebrities are more in the limelight. Yes, people have a connection with their favorite celebrities because it's like the family that they grew their own, you know, like I tell people, your friends are your family that you built. You know what I'm saying? Even with your connections to celebrities, that's a part of the family you built. But at the same time, you can't tell someone how to grieve or how to feel bad about another person. Yes, it's sad that someone lost their life, but guess what? I still have to live mine. And no, like I said, I wasn't a number one fan, so it didn't hit me as hard it may have hit you because maybe you had a closer connection to them and that's not to make me wrong whatsoever you know what I'm saying but I'm so sorry that it happened I remember before I had a manager and she was like oh my gosh white lady too oh my gosh did you hear about those two cops that got shot today I was like yeah did you hear about those thousands of black men that got shot every day and she just stared at me. I said, exactly. Get out of my face. Because you want me to grieve two white cops 
that just got shot. Oh no. Yes, it's sad that somebody lost their life. But I get it. I should be hurt, right? No, because you wasn't hurt about all the black men that lost their lives. Now was you? People always picking and choosing depending how close it hits to home. I'm not doing that. Like I said, it's always sad when someone loses their life. But I'm not going to pick and choose. I'm not going to feel no type of way. You hear yourself. That don't even make any sense. Just like, you know, with the, the tragedy that happened with, with Kobe and stuff and the tragedy that happened with um, that guy that was in Fast and the Furious. You know, with them being celebrities, they was put more in the limelight. Yes, it's sad they lost their lives, but guess what? There was somebody else in his car. There was other people on the plane. Why did their lives have to look at as less than? As if they was never there, as if they never existed. Because last I check, their families are grieving too. They're hurting too. They lost a loved one too, but nobody's talking about that. Why? Because in their mind, they wasn't as famous as the rest of them, which means they're not even as relevant. Are we really so heartless that we can't acknowledge everyone? Oh, that's right, because when it comes to the media, we're doing it for the paycheck. You know what I'm saying? We're doing it for the attention. We're doing it for the streams. We're doing it for the views, just like that situation when um, families and stuff was upset and police was upset that TMZ um, told the story before the families was notified. You can't get mad at them. Why? Because they're just doing their job, correct? It is their job as media to get the story out there, whether they have all the facts or not. It happens all the time. But let me guess, since it's about a certain celebrity, all of a sudden you want the rules to change. You know what I'm saying? The rules should change depending on your rank in society. No, that's not how it works. As the media, it is their job to tell the story as soon as they find out. They ain't thinking about you guys. Just like in other situations, you ain't thinking about nobody else neither. We should not have to change things because of certain people. We also. Two people commit the same the crime, but depending on who they are, depending on their status, depending on their race, their punishment will be different. And that's not fair. There's nothing in this world. It's equal. So I don't understand why people keep complaining about things. Because if you complain about one thing, you might as well complain about everything else. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, a lot of tragedies happen and people start thinking like, you know what? That could have been me. You know what? That could have been my child. And then all of a sudden they start hitting up people and saying how they love them and they care for them and they appreciate them. You know, I'm going to try my best to reach out more, you know, because life is so short. Why does it take a tragedy for people to think like this? Life is always going to be too short. Tomorrow is never promised to nobody. But I get it. These are wake up calls, right? We get the wake up call. Because you know why? Because it hit closer to home. Now everybody's awake. Now everybody's devastated. Now they want to hug each other tighter and pull them in a little closer. But then guess what happens after a couple of days? And it starts to fade away depending on how close it hit to home. 
you're back to your regular life. You're back to not talking to people on the regular. You're back to doing whatever you got to do, working your job, building your career, paying your bills, doing it for the gram, doing it for Facebook, doing it for the fuse, and then what? Nothing has changed. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's just like, no, it's just, you know, that really, like someone hit me up the other day was saying how much they love me and appreciate me and all that stuff. And I was like, thank you. Where is this coming from? You know, because situation happened and it hit so close to home and, you know, I feel like I should just check in even more. I said, guess what? After you check in for the next couple of days and we're going to go back to our um, scheduled program. Yeah, that's how it usually works, right? That's how it usually happens. I'm not trying to take away from it, but the last. Nothing's going to change. You know, they'd be like, oh, love on your loved ones even more. Tell them you love them every day. And my thing is, I get it to a certain degree, but what does that actually change? Because think about it. I tell you I love you today. I tell you I love you tomorrow. And the next day, and the next day, and the next day. But guess what? God forbid something is to happen. I'm still going to be devastated. I'm still going to be hurt. I'm still going to feel bad because I just still lost my loved one. You know, and then instead of um, the I love you making it better, I still feel the same pain. And then you're talking about, oh, my gosh, I wish I would have called them more. I wish I would have saw them more. I wish I would have accomplished more before they left here. And then you start questioning everything of life. It never changes. You know, because at the end of the day, if we are realistic with society, no matter how much we tell someone we love them and we appreciate them and we miss them. And even if we try to spend more time with them and create more memories, that hurt is still going to hurt the day they leave this earth. You know what I'm saying? Then you got everybody here with these fake and phony talks about, oh, I'm so sorry for your love. And I hope you feel better. And you got to be strong. And you got to do this for this, this, that. And the third, yeah, you're right. And like, you know, you can't be soaking that long just like when you break up or something. You got to get back out there. You got to keep living. And you hear the same old same, but you can't tell somebody how to grieve. You know what I'm saying? You can't tell somebody how to heal. Because you keep forgetting we are all individuals. My hurt would never be the same as your hurt. My grieving process would never be the same as your grieving process. We are two different people. Even if we were in the same situation, it's always going to hit differently because we are individuals. And you have to allow someone to be an individual. You have to allow them to process it the way they want to process it. You know what I'm saying? Even when people are going through things and you just want to hit them up, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Just to say that you did it. Okay? Then what? Are you checking up on them days later, weeks later? Sometimes you just got to let people rock. Let them actually go through the motion. Let them go through the, the grieving. But then the crazy part is about society. Even when we, we hurting and going through things, the part that I don't understand, if this is you, I mean, it is what it is, but it just baffles me. That when someone loses their life and it's someone close to them and it hits home, that they actually still brainwashed by society 
where they feel they have to put things on social media. They have to put things on the gram. They have to put things on Facebook to notify the world what's going on. But for what? I guess it really depends on how close it hit home, huh? Because me personally, if somebody close to me, like really close to me, like a boyfriend or a husband or immediate family, if someone like that, God forbid, loses their life, the last thing I will be thinking about is posting up on social media to keep people updated. For what? Because right now it ain't about you. Someone just lost their life that was close to me. You know, and then I see people and then they start putting up the, the pictures and the quotes and the, and the memories. Like you still are so wrapped up in today's society that you're more focused on putting things on the gram and Facebook for all these other people than to process your grieving. Or maybe this is helping you because you're getting the attention. It doesn't matter that you're sad. People still seek attention. They love attention. They actually like when thousands of people like, I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm so sorry for your loss. If anything you need from me, I'm here for you. And that line alone is just comical to me. Because everybody say it just to be nice, right? If you ever need me, I'm here for you. If you ever need me, I'm here for you. Don't say it if you don't mean it. Because the moment people actually reach out to you, the same people that said, I'm here for you if you ever need me, are the same people that all of a sudden have all these excuses why they can't be here for you. And then they turn, if I could, I would, but never can make it happen. That's always try to tell people, look, if they say it, just be polite. It was like, thank you, I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? And just take it for what it is because if you really dig deep into it, they're only going to set you up for disappointment because the majority of the people who say things like that, they don't really mean it. It just goes back to society and saying things that we're used to and cliches and common phrases that we just say just to say, not because we actually mean them. It happens all the time. Once again, it's all about being realistic with society. And I'm just like, okay, I'm here for you if you ever need me. I'm here for you if you ever need me. But you know what? I actually, I appreciate certain people that actually change the narrative. You know what I'm saying? They actually more realistic with time. And what they started to say now, big ups to you is if you need an ear, you know, you can always talk to me. You know what I'm saying? If you need to vent, you can always call me. Now, people like that, I respect the change of the narrative. Why? Because it's actually more realistic. You know what I'm saying? Because most of the time when people really need something, let's keep it a buck. It's usually financial needs that they need. But when everybody going through something, technically they really can't help you out financially. That's where you got to be very careful with the words that you say, just like when it comes to being in the media and in the limelight. You got to be very careful with the words that you say because you're going to get caught up and you're going to be a little stuck and stupid. You know, so I said, I appreciate the ones that change the narrative. If you need an ear, I am here. Why? Because realistically, that's all they can give is an ear to listen. And I'd rather respect that than for you to tell me if I ever need you, I'm going to be here for you. Most people say it 
because they're trying to be nice, like I said, because it's just the cliche words. Most people say it because they're trying to take advantage of you having an emotional moment. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's someone of the opposite sex that secretly have something for you, got a thing for you. Oh, they definitely take advantage of these moments. Yeah, I'm here for you. You can cry on my shoulder. You could talk to me anytime. You need me to come by because I'm here for you. Oh, yeah. It's funny how you always hear from me. If I need a shoulder to lean on, a shoulder to cry on, for someone to be here and to wrap me in the arms for the warm embrace, right? Interesting. Because last I checked, the moments when I really needed you, you was nowhere to be found. And then I think back on days when, you know, because anybody knows me, I love to ride. I love to drive. I'm always traveling, you know what I'm saying? There was times in my car and I broke down on the road in the middle of the summer, over 100 degrees, in the middle of nowhere, nobody around. All these people, I'm here for you, cuss whenever you need me. Oh, yeah, I need you. Where you at now? You know what I'm saying? And you contact them, all of a sudden they busy. You contact them, they can't get to you. You contact them, oh, they're at work. You contact them, oh, I don't even got a whip today. You contact them only if I was in the area. Oh, yeah? All right. So technically, when I need you, you really can't be here for me. You know what I'm saying? I even respect the ones like, look, I'm not in your area, but let me think of someone that's in the area that can help you because I don't want you out there stranded. They don't even do that. But guess what? If I was like, hey... I'm home and I'm bored. I wish I could have some company. I know a couple of people that would drive to me, even if it took them a couple of hours or if it took them 24 hours, they will be here in 2.2 seconds. But I guess it depends on the situation, right? As long as you can get close to me, you will be available. But when I need you for something other than sexual, all of a sudden, you have all these excuses. And the people I love the most, the people I love the most are the ones that be like, dang, why didn't you call me? Really? Really? Come on now. We got to stop. We got to stop. It's so easy for people to say that after the fact, right? Because in this moment, they can't give you an excuse to why they couldn't be there for you. Because it's already happened. So now they want to do the post-Captain Save-A-Hope. Like, dang, yeah, you should have called me. I'm like, oh, yeah, where was you this day at this time? I was at work. Okay, great, so why would I call you? I know, but still, still what? Stop the foolery, people. We have to stop. And the crazy part is when people say things like this and you call them out, dang, why you coming at me like that? Why you doing me like that? Why you got an attitude? I'm just trying to talk to you. Last I checked... I'm trying to talk to you too, but for some reason, when I'm trying to say something serious to you, you feeling all comfortable. Why? Because you can't back up what you say, and I'm calling you out, and I can be calling you out in a well-respected manner type, calm, cool, and collective, but she feel uncomfortable because you're not used to this because sometimes you just say things, and people accept it, and they receive it, and they go about their business, but then when you find the one to challenge you, all of a sudden, you feel uncomfortable, huh? You don't like that, do you? Oh, no. Why would you like something like that? That don't even make any sense. You know what I'm saying? 
but it's cool. It's cool. You know, it's okay. But yeah, life is going to happen. And you can try your hardest to prep things. You know what I'm saying? You can buy a new car, but guess what? If there's a nail on the road, you can get a flat tire just like someone who had a car for 20 years. You can spend $200 on a pair of shades. I can spend $5 on a pair of shades. But guess what? If we both drop our shades and they both break, we both are at a loss. People don't think about that stuff now, do they? Oh, no. But that's just life. Life is very scary. And sometimes you can try to prepare for things. But anything can happen at any given time. And sometimes you just can't prepare. You just can't. It's not realistic. You know? But you can try your best for every day to be a little better. You know what I'm saying? You can try. But I don't know. Because you can plan everything out. And then the moment it happens, you can fall apart. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. Just like when someone, when they're about to have a baby, you know, they can prepare. They can really prepare. You know what I'm saying? Get the bag together. They got the speech. Okay. When the water break, we're going to do this, that, and the third. But once it happens, you'll be so frantic. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. What do we do? What do we do? And then things change. It happens all the time. Just like you can have somebody in intensive care or hospice. And you know they're about to lose their lives. You know what I'm saying? So what they say, prepare for the worst. But guess what? You cannot prepare because the moment it actually happens, all that stuff goes out the window. All of it goes out the window. None of it matters anymore. None of it matters anymore. You feel me? It's craziness. But you know, um, this week, I'm talking about this stuff because it's real and it happens all the time happens all the time and I just want people to change the narrative and change the way of thinking so life can be a little easier even though it's already hard you know what I'm saying for real because everybody knows me I am a strong advocate for staying positive and keeping a smile on your face and always telling you that you have to push through you have to push through but at the same time, I'm very verbal about stating that it is okay to have emotions. It is okay to hurt. It is okay to cry. And it is okay to express yourself. You know what I'm saying? Someone like me, I keep a smile on my face, but I'm not oblivious to what's going on in the society. You know what I'm saying? I'm aware of my own personal struggles just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, one person could be laughing while the other one is crying. Someone could be mourning the loss of a loved one. Some may be smiling while someone else is frowning because they just lost their job. You never know the energy that's going to be around you because it is very unpredictable. You know what I'm saying? But I must admit that sometimes it's hard to stay positive in such a sad world. But we have to do it. For our own sanity. It's hard to want to post an accomplishment on the same day the world is mourning a tragedy. You know what I'm saying? I remember one time I wanted to post something 
And as soon as I was about to type it, all of a sudden I see all this stuff about Nipsey Hussle. And I was like, dang. Even though I didn't know him personally, but for the fact that the majority of my friends and followers are all in the music industry, my whole timeline was about him. It happens all the time, and you don't want to, but it's all about having a heart. Same thing happened when it came to Kobe. It was something I wanted to say, something I wanted to post that was on a happier turn, but for the fact that everybody was mourning on my social media, it was just awkward. Yes, I could have been heartless, but at the same time, it would have been uncomfortable you know, to get, oh, that's what's up, congratulations. So, you know, I was like, you know what? Right now is not the time. So I'm not going to do it. You know, I'll just hold off a little bit. And that happens. You know, the people like, at the end of the day, it's your social media. You do what you want. You have to live your life and call it a day. But, yeah, but sometimes when you have a big heart, you have to really think about it. Because technically, you're not even going to get the response that you're looking for and hoping for, especially in this time, in this season, in this moment of sadness. So even business-wise, you have to be very mindful what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Just like um, the night when Kobe did pass back then, um, when Alicia Keys was doing the Grammys and hosting and everything. And it happened on the same day. They was like, she seemed a little off. I said, well, maybe she was grieving. You know, everyone around her was sad about the situation because he had an impact on many people's lives, especially in the world of celebrityhood. It happens. But at the same time, she could have used that as an excuse to why she was the way she was and how she wasn't as enthusiastic or with energy, you know. And to a certain degree, we get it. But at the same time, you may be a celebrity. This may be happening, but you got to do your job just like everybody else. Because everybody else on the um, normal playing field of life, we still have to suck it up and go and do our job. So you have to do the same thing because if it was anybody else, if it was a comedian or something, at the end of the day, they still would have did their job and the show must go on and still going to be there to entertain you and try to uplift your spirits because they have a job to do, just like you had a job to do. And yes, even though you have a great excuse to why you wasn't as excited because a tragedy happened, just like our job managers and CEOs expect us to still do our work, you still have to do your work. And it's not fair that when it comes to certain rules, they are bent depending on your status in society. It's not fair. But guess what? This world is not fair. This country is not fair. Life is not fair. So it's all about you changing the narrative to make things better for your life in particular. You know what I'm saying? As sometimes you can't dwell on certain things because you never know what's going to happen, how it's going to affect your energy. You know what I'm saying? Like I say, when it's, it's sad when a tragedy strikes, but life does go on and it's easier said than done, especially when it doesn't personally hit home to you. You know what I'm saying? If you see someone on TV, oh, that's so sad. Oh, my God. I, I can only imagine what the family is going through. But like I said, it always hits differently the closer it is to home. 
You know what I'm saying? But then when moments like this happen, many have to start to realize life is too short. Right? They say it all the time. Every time something happens, life is too short. We should contact our loved ones. Like I said earlier in this segment, we should contact them more. We should tell them we love them more. But guess what? At the same time, we have to continue to live life and to appreciate life and live it to the fullest. Because we hear it all the time. Tomorrow is not promised to anyone. You know what I'm saying? It's not promised to anyone. And after a few days of something happening, it fades. And then after a while, you realize, is the statement real or not? Tomorrow is not promised. So for anyone, every day, you have to wake up with a positive attitude. You have to get ready to conquer the day the best you know how. And you have to genuinely appreciate life. You know what I'm saying? Because, yes, we all die once, but we live every day. And it's up to us to change the narrative of our life and our journey. You know what I'm saying? And when it comes to other people, like, you have to start judging less. You know what I'm saying? Give more compliments. Don't be so consumed with work and bills and society that you continue to forget self when self was your first love. You see what I'm saying? Because it's to the point people work so hard, you know, to um, make the money and to pay the bills, to take care of their family and their loved ones for to build their legacy so the next generation doesn't have to struggle. And it's the same pattern over and over again. But when did you take the time to enjoy your life? Because I get it. You set it up for the next one. But then technically, you're not doing anything for yourself. That's not fair to you. It's not fair. You know, and I know everything is always easier said than done, easier said and done, easier said and done. But I always encourage people every day, if you can, try to change your mindset. Even when it feel like so much is going on and you don't know what to do, you can have your moment, you can scream and you can cry, but you have to get up at least for yourself. And like, this is not the way life is supposed to be. I am not happy. I am stressed. I am a depressed. I am hurting. I am human. And I am going through pain. So I always tell people, write it out if you got to. Vent it out. Scream it out. Sing it out. Dance it out or whatever. And if you got to go and get a pen and pad, magic marker, color pencil, I don't care, even a crayon. Write out what's going on in your life. Write out what you really want. See where the issues are and where you struggle at. And then take the time to figure out how to change it. Even if it's something small. You know, because doing small things can actually build to something bigger in life. You know, even with me, I do so much. I do so much and I can't even find. It really stresses me more than I put on because technically it's not for me to put out there in society what I'm really going through on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? And it's not being fake and phony. It's just I don't have to give social media world everything that's going on in my life. Only thing you guys really need to see is the entertaining Part of my life, you know, it's only up to me to entertain you. And that's what I do. 
But in reality, when people always ask me, how do you do so much? I'm like, it ain't easy. You know, it's not. Because every day I try to figure out something else to make it better. Every day I try to figure out a new strategy. I'm trying to think smarter instead of working harder. And it's a lot to deal with, especially when you're attached to so much. You know, every day I want to give up. Every day I want to break down. But guess what? I can't because I'm thinking about my life. I'm thinking about where it should be and the steps I have to do to get there. And then even though sometimes we know what to do, we still don't do it because we're human and we all make mistakes. We're human, so we always get distracted. You know what I'm saying? We're human, so we have our lazy moments. You know, we're human, so we're not going to be perfect. And we may fail over and over again. And sometimes it feels like we're talking in riddles. It's, it feels like you're like a hamster running on the wheel and nothing is going and you're not progressing, you know, and then you get upset and then you realize it's not someone else's fault. It's your own fault, you know, and I'm just like, this is what I want. And then, of course, you always got the people with the cliches. You need to go and get it. You need to do this, that, and the third. And it's always other people that's going through things that always got the best advice for you. You know what I'm saying? And even someone like me, like I told you guys earlier in this segment, like I be, I be trying my hardest to really be here for people and I stay positive and, and I tell them what's real, you know what I'm saying? Because I genuinely care. But at the same time, me pouring out so much on the people has definitely been draining to me. You know, it was some of my friends that come to me like, how are you doing, Quest? Like, I'm good. They was like, all right, we get it, we get it. You do the same thing for social media all the time. You always said you're good, even when you're not. How are you really doing? And then one of them, I actually told them the truth. And they was like, now that sounds real. You know what I'm saying? Because what I realized is all of it that I've been doing has drained the life out of me. And I'm open enough to admit it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, dang. Even lately, I'm like, I don't help so many people and listening and talking to them that I lost my voice. How can someone who makes money from her voice lose her voice? And not because she was doing what she had to do for her job, because she was there for everybody else. And they literally drained everything out of me. And I was like, wow, I can't believe I let that happen. I remember I told myself before, and I would never let that happen to me again, and I allow it to happen to me again. But I did it for a good reason, Right? But then at the same time, I can't be someone who's here to support others and be happy for others and cheer on others and heal others and then be the same person that's talking about self-love and self-reflection and self-care and self-awareness when I'm the one that's not taking care of self. I can't be a contradiction. I can't live the life going against everything I stand for. But guess what? I I'm human just like everybody else. I make mistakes like everybody else. I hurt just like everybody else. Sometimes I have tension and want to just scream and spaz like everybody else. I just choose not to. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I tell people, just like I tell you guys, I try to tell myself too. It's okay to step back for a second. It's okay to reevaluate. It's okay to fail, but one thing you can't do is give up. Don't make excuses. Don't blame others. 
You just figure out what you want in life and what you got to do to make it right. And even though it may take time to do it, it's okay. You just can't stop. You know what I'm saying? You just can't stop and you just can't give up. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your future. You owe it to your family. So don't give up, you know? And it's okay to have your weak moments. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be disappointed. Why? Because you're just being realistic. You know, and it's it's okay. We have to remember to be real with one another. But first, you have to be real with self. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because when I look back on my life and everything I've been through, when it comes to this music society and everything, I'm just like, wow, I got some stories. <laughs> I've been through some things. I got some experiences. But at the same time, I have an impressive entertainment resume but guess what I'm still not where I want to be or desire to be you know and I can be upset I could be angry but why that's not going to change anything all I know is I'm mature enough and woman enough and adult enough to be like look Things did not go the way I wanted. I messed up plenty of times. I allow other people to do certain things or whatever, but I can't change the past. I'm only responsible for the present and the future. So what am I going to do? I'm going to break it down and figure out what I want and what I need. And not just for my business and my career, but like I said, it starts with self. I ask myself, are you okay? And you got to be real and be like, no. How's your mental? How's your heart? How's your health? Because if that's not up to par, that's where we got to start. You know what I'm saying? Because you need you before you can be out there and be there for other people. What's the point of building a billion dollar business which you won't even be here long enough to enjoy the benefits of it because you forgot to take care of yourself. And sometimes people don't realize they're the reason why they're blocking their blessings, you know? Like sometimes I've noticed people are so quick, and me too, I'll admit it, I'm always honest with you guys, to help others before self to help others before helping family. Like, I'd be so quick to call, like, one of my... Well, I don't really talk that much on the phone. But you know what I mean? I'd be so quick to call one of my friends. Like, yo, what up? Before I call a family member. That's a problem. My friend was like, yo, I need this, that, and that. You know I got you. But, you know, when family calls, oh, man, what's so-and-so what now? Why, why, why? No, that's not the way it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be, it be moments like that when you got to be real with self and realize that um, that's a problem and that's not good. Even in relationships, people start to pour out and try to take care of the other person and forgot about themselves. They get lost in their relationship. They get lost in the friendship. They get lost in their career. They get lost in their job. It's time for us to be found. You know what I mean? And um, I genuinely want to say that um, 
for anyone and everyone, because I'm sure we've all experienced it, who have lost somebody. I am genuinely sorry. And I do pray that you are strong enough to get through every day. Because every day is a different experience. Every day something else may trigger something inside of you. That you may randomly get upset, randomly may want to cry. But it happens in life. Because we're all human. And we all hurt. And we all grieve differently. You know what I'm saying? And stop questioning other people. Stop worrying about other people and how they process things and how they process life and how they process they hurt because we're all individuals. So we have to respect the fact that we're all individuals. And if you genuinely want to be there for someone, be there for them. Not because it sounds good. Because it is good. You know? And... um I just want to say you got to you got to find your outlet. You got to find your therapy. You have to find your release and you you have to find what makes you happy, what makes you stronger, what makes you smile because you deserve it. You know what I'm saying? You have to do this for yourself. Cuz everyone should be happy. But everyone can't be happy 24/7. That's not realistic. Even though I may make it seem like it is. <laughs> But I tell people, yes, as an entertainer, and I'll put it out there that I'm about my business and I'm happy and positive, which is true, but I have my human tendencies as well. And I'm not always okay. And I'm not always strong. And I get overwhelmed just like everybody else. And I get stressed out by everybody else. Yes, I hold it together more than the average but at the same time, I have my moments too. And the sad part is I may have my moments more than the average, but I would never show it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I still have a job to do as an entertainer and I do it well. <laughs> but let's not be so consumed in our careers and building these legacies and these businesses that we really forget about the person who matters the most, which is yourself. You know what I'm saying? This is your girl, T-Quest. <laughs> your favorite entertainer, in my eyes and somebody's eyes. Your favorite blogger, favorite podcaster, radio personality, party host, voiceover specialist, fashion designer, Whew, that resume is pretty long and I do a lot of things. <laughs> and I want to say thank you for taking the time out just to listen. Because everything is life and optional. I don't force somebody to listen to anything I have to say. I don't force somebody to listen to my music. I don't force somebody to buy my merchandise. I don't force somebody to donate, to support. I don't do all that stuff. It's just my job to put it out there because this is my brand. This is my business, which means I have the job to do. It's my job to put it out there to the people. It's your job to receive it and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to force you. I'm never going to beg. Never going to do any of that. But for the fact that people take the time to listen, to share, to comment, I want to let you know that I genuinely 
appreciate each and every one of you. And if you haven't already, follow me on all social media sites at TQuestGLM. And if you haven't already, download that TQuest mobile app in your Google Play Store, in your app store, so you can follow all my blogs, all my writing, my music, my radio station, my radio shows, and then some. And this concludes another episode of the T-Quest show with the acronym Tara, T-A-R-A, T-Quest at Random Age.